All right. Hello, everybody. This is a new endeavor. New Year's, right? Well, you know, we're going to well, release this in March, so I think you're going to have to stop saying Happy New Year to everybody. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long can you possibly say Happy New Year? I think like January 24th is the last day That's you can right. say Happy New Year. Only a couple of weeks, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, and we're, you know, we're pre recording this, so we, what are we? Oh, no, we're in February now. That's right. So huh? no Happy New Year. No it's, Happy New Year. It's, no, uh, it's no. crossed over into an unhappy New Year for pretty much everybody. <laughs> I can almost guarantee it. Uh, so, hey, you know, since this is a new endeavor and, you know, we've already talked about the new year, 2023. Mm-hmm. That's right. Why don't we explain to people what we're actually doing here? What do you say? Yuki Nakamura is your name, right? Yes. And I'm John Brennan. And so what's been going on recently is Yuki Nakamura and I, John Brennan, have been doing this thing called Yuki and John's Patreon Buffet. And even predating that, we were, we've worked on a show called The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. And even predating that, we worked together on a trauma movie called Hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm, directed by Lloyd Kaufman. Right. You remember all that stuff. Yes. Okay, you remember, you don't have PTSD or anything, right? You're all right? Uh, well, I remember, you know, when when I met you first time, and that stormy, rainy day, like a hurricane. Day. Oh, man, you know what's funny? It's it's close to the day. Right right now we're recording. It's uh, February 4th, and so it's almost the six-year anniversary of when we met. It's been already six years? Right, unless my math's off. What's yeah. 2018 plus 7 minus 2 divided by 3 equal? Some, something around... The, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Six years wow. or so. So, isn't that crazy? So, so um, what we're doing here, a new endeavor, and we'll tell the story of how we met. So, But we're calling this Yuki and John's Podcast Buffet. Oh. So, everything that we've been putting out on the Patreon Buffet has been behind a paywall. And we have these beautiful patrons who have been supporting us. Right. But what we wanted to do is bring a brand new show to the people. Because why we called it the buffet is there's so many different things that we do. We do a show called Yuki Reacts where I show you videos and you react to crazy things. Like, I don't know, if Donald Trump's hairpiece falls off, Yuki goes, oh my God. Right? (laughs) (laughs) What was the craziest video that I showed you? Do you remember? Well, the number one is through your... your <laughs> the <laughs> what? The, oh, the, oh, the poopoo cocky. So okay. Yeah. So if anybody's interested, this uh, this video is actually out there. It's the biggest pile of human dump that has ever been committed. I still can't believe that comes out from person. Yeah, it came out from a person. I was a janitor in around 2001, which is funny because I called it 2001 a, a shit odyssey because it was a shit odyssey. I I walked into work one day and there was the biggest pile of human crap ever. And I started to flip out, and this was before the times of cell phones. And I said, I'm not going to clean this unless I could document this, because nobody will believe. Right. The su- Without the proof, nobody can believe that big. <laughs> that humongous the size. Sun. So I called up my loving brother, who uh, absolutely said, yeah, I'll come down with your video camera. It was DV cam at the time. And we filmed and documented the largest pile of crap in the human I would say not even in human history. It, it was the large pile of crap that a human... Yes, in human history. It's close to human history. Because an elephant crap comes close. A horse crap comes right, close. Right, but not, not the human. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start on Yuki and John's 
podcast buffet, but that's the sort of thing that we do. I show Yuki things. He remembers the poop. And if anybody wants to go look at it, it's on my YouTube page at badtechno.com. Um, but besides that, we do... Oh, my God, our food's here. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Uh, we just ordered some uh, Slovakia food. Hello? Oh, delivery downstairs. Okay, we'll be right down in one moment. Thank you so much. We'll, we'll, we'll send you. Actually, uh, producer Liz Shack. Uh, she's our producer Liz Shack, who does so many things for us. She's now yeah, doing. Could think of picking up the food. <laughs> she's gonna run down and pick up our our. Uh, we got some nice chicken kebabs and stuff like that. Um, so okay, but besides what we do, uh, that we do another uh, series on the Patreon buffet called Yuki Celebrity Stories. Yuki, you've met, I would say, two, three, four hundred celebrities. I don't know, maybe not that many. It seems like that many because every time we get to the end and you go, okay, this is the last episode, you you, you say 17, 18 more people. Sometimes, you know, I forget, you know. But it's it, but it's it's everlasting. I mean, I think we're, we're, we're approaching a dozen episodes at least of celebrity stories alone. I mean, it's, it's insane. Who's the strangest celebrity you ever met? I think you said Gary Busey, right? Can I say that? Uh... You can say anything you want. Who cares? <laughs> the China was strange. China was strange. The wrestler. It's you... nice. Everybody's nice. Right. Just strange. Straight eccentric is the right. word I believe uh, the okay. polite way to say. That, that's a good way to say it. eccentric. <laughs> yeah. But you, you know, you've only had maybe one or two poor experiences, but it's all from your personal experience. It's all your your personal history. So you're allowed to say how. What happened to you, right? If anybody sues you for it, I mean, sue you for what? Like Rocky says. Ah, I see. What are they going <laughs> to sue you for, Yuki? What's so, the most valuable? You, well, they could sue me. He talk shit about me, right? Yeah, but China is sadly uh, passed, so I think she, you know. I, I don't think she can sue me. She can't sue you. You're not supposed to speak ill of the dead. Right, but again, I said... She's nice. She's nice. You guys Sweet. had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, you hung out it, it, in her trailer. Just strange. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> look, Yuki, we're, people would say we're strange, right? But strange doesn't mean bad. No. Sometimes the strangest people are the best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, Liz Shack is strange. I mean, she's just <laughs> one of the strangest people I've ever met, and I live with her. <laughs> okay, so that's another thing that we do is uh, Yuki and John's Patreon Buffet. We do... Yuki reacts. We do Yuki celebrity stories. We also have another uh, show called "The Universe and Human Stupidity," right. where we study the universe from the standpoint of human stupidity. stupidity yeah. Right? Because we're not that stupid, right, Yuki? Well, we're not that stupid, but we're not that smart either. Right. So, <laughs> so we kind of take subjects from all over the map, and then we discuss them. I mean, we've discussed uh, things like. Human techno human technology, just technology, <laughs> technology in general. Or um, what did we do? Helen Keller. We did That's right, Helen poetry. Keller. Yeah, we did the poetry. We yeah. did the myth of Sisyphus. Yes, remember that? Uh, uh, did we talk about the uh, Inferno? Inferno. Yeah, we talked about Dante's Inferno, yeah. which you studied in college, right? Yes, I had no idea what it was. <laughs> So I think uh, what you were you were young. Uh, I was college... young, and then my English wasn't good enough to read Dante's Inferno in English. So you were a Japanese guy reading an English translation of an Italian, an ancient yeah. epic Italian poem, right? Which deals with very. Hold on, screw you up. Yeah, you were. 
With a lot of a lot of a lot of flavors in that yeah. stew. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? You remember anything from uh, Dante's Inferno that stuck with you for I don't know life lessons or just in general? No, I have. I don't remember anything. Nothing. Nothing. You don't even remember who guided him through hell? The poet. It's a poet. I know, but God, I. I and you know my English wasn't good enough, so it just tried to pass the class. Right. So, so I didn't care anything. It just uh, tried not to fail. That's it. Right. So okay. I think I got the C in that class. C is good. I mean, it's C is right. Like... And look, you know, American born, American student. Many of them didn't pass the class. <laughs> so I think I did the good as an immigrant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you did great. I mean, a C uh, uh, to me is it's. Like we said, right down the middle. It's not too smart, not too stupid. Right. It's just right straight up in the middle. Right. So you were right in the middle on Dante. English as a second language. So I, I, I'm proud of us. <laughs> yeah, you should be proud. <laughs> uh, and, and the poet's name who guided him through hell was Virgil. I don't remember that. He wrote uh, the Candide. Oh. I read the Candide many years ago on my own. Mm. I didn't have any class. Or I just wanted to see if I could get through something that was dense. And uh, there's a part in there that's really gross about a guy who had half his butt cheek cut off <laughs> and he had to ride a horse. I, that always stuck with me. I don't remember anything else about the Candide other than the guy with mm. one butt cheek. Those ancient poets were <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> All right, so that's another show we do. We also do a lot of other stuff. Like I'm uh, Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment right. and creator of The Toxic Avenger. Uh really was generous and allowed me to share a bunch of the stuff that I did with Troma because I did a lot of web series, short movies, all sorts of stuff. And he said I could share it on the Patreon. So that that goes up on the Patreon. Right now we're in the middle of sharing I... Kabuki Man's Cocktail Corner. Well, I seen the Toxic Avenger, but I really didn't know about the trauma thing. So when, when first I saw the I saw really Tempest. You know, the Tempest, said, yes, so that's the movie. I thought the like a G, exciting, making like a wrecked ship. But I didn't know it was really a shitstorm. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So we did say we were going to say how we met and why we met. So we met February 2018. I put out, I was helping Lloyd produce uh, his adaptation of Shakespeare's The Tempest, which eventually went on to be called Hashtag Shakespeare's Shitstorm. Now, I put out a call... For people to help build sets. And it was on Craigslist. And Yuki answered the call. And came to Troma Entertainment one day. On what I would only describe as. A mini Hurricane Sandy. It was like a crazy storm. Right? My umbrella broke that day. Yeah. Your, your umbrella <laughs> broke on the so way to the shitstorm. Yeah, yeah, we the shitstorm. That was a storm day, yeah. That was a crazy storm, storm day. Yeah. So then you come to the place and you're soaking wet. And then we have an interview. And you handed me a, a dense, thick portfolio that was filled with all of your work from over the years. Yes. Uh, things like Hallmark movies and all sorts of stuff. But the thing that struck me to be the most interesting was that you handed me... And uh, the thing and said, I built a spaceship and you showed me this spaceship and it was based on the technology that they used in Inception where the hallway spins and the people and you built a mini version of that as a spaceship. Right. The, the Inception the cost two million that rotate the hallway. Yeah. Mine is like uh, 10,000. 
Wow. And it worked, you said. Wow, no motors. <laughs> I needed a fiber <laughs> grip guide, push around the ring, <laughs> but still rotate. <laughs> but So what the illusion looks like there sort of uh spinning and floating and moving right, through spinning uh, you know spaceship so yeah director wanted to go 360 degree rotation wow that's so cool so you blew me right away and i i mean you didn't blow me you you blew me away you oh. didn't suck my dick <laughs> <laughs> you didn't blow me oh, okay. right away right. you blew me right away i don't know how to say okay. it but you you and i we hooked up right off of the bat yes and we just fell right in love looking into each other's eyes and you agreed to do this sh uh shakespeare shitstorm movie and we spent the whole summer together you designed a bunch of the sets and you came and you did all sorts so, of things well uh, the movie was before the last driving okay so that's where uh no, things start I to cross over is uh at the same time I was a production coordinator on what was developing up to be The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. And the producers of that show, Justin Martell and Matt Mangerides, along with the director, Austin Jennings, were looking for somebody to build the sets. And they said, do you, do you know anybody? And I said, well, I just met this guy. Um, and this was about the end of February. I said, I just met this guy, Yuki Nakamura. He's signing up for the shitstorm. And maybe you guys should talk to him. And I guess they reached out and the rest is history. You were hired on the show. Yes. And so we shot that in April of 2018 in New Jersey. The pilot one, right? Yes. yes. The pilot, the uh, original marathon yes. with Joe Bob Briggs. And uh, I believe it was 13 movies, something like that. 26, seven hours of uh, oh, content. That was a crazy That shoot. was a crazy time. And um, that's also where we... Met my beloved and your uh, best friend, Liz Shack, our producer. That's right. Huh? <laughs> yes. Isn't that crazy how it all comes together? Right. That's uh, It's not that, you know, this business, who do you know, right? So, who do you know and who do you do? And how do you do it? <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> so we all did that. Then we all did the shitstorm. And then we just continued to stay friends. I mean, we used to bunk together. When we would continue to shoot the other seasons of um, right. the last drive in, in Dallas, right? Yes. What was it like being my roommate? That was that was good. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I was in such suspense there. I was you like you smelt like human shit. No, no. What are you talking about? Well, I, you want no, me to? No, first I, I, I worry about the snoring, but since you know. You snore Both too. Us, yeah. <laughs> See, that's how you worked out okay. It worked out. It was like a symphony yeah. of snoring. Like, yeah. you know, uh, Bach or somebody couldn't have composed it better. It was just like <laughs> dueling snore jobs. It was amazing. Yeah, first I was worried about, oh my God, my roommate cannot see it. But that was no worry because <laughs> you snore as bad as I do. So we kind of do harmony. Then. It was a harmony of yes, snoring. Snoring, yeah. Um, and you know what's funny? You know, you go to sleep very early and then I go right. to sleep a little later than you. So it was always, I am very good at falling asleep. Oh. Very good. I've learned something. I know it. It doesn't take any time. You just... Less than a minute you were sleeping. <laughs> I mean, there's some nights I lay awake. Okay. Well, uh, you know, having sleepless nights and all the right, thoughts yeah. going around in my brain. But I have a few techniques that I use to fall asleep pretty fast. Oh. Um, 
one of them that I used around the time at, that we were at the last drive-in in Dallas, I would imagine myself floating near Jupiter in outer space, no sound, no nothing. It's just very calm, and I would I would study the way that the planet looked, and I would just float there, and it would be so calming to be floating above Jupiter that I would fall almost directly to sleep. I never heard that. It's an amazing technique. Really? I think I invented it myself. Well, it's based on... Okay, so I used to read a lot about different spiritualities, religions, philosophies. And one of the books that I read was called The Book of Secrets by Osho, who now it's come out as been kind of... I don't know. There was a documentary that sort of said he was like a shitty guru who sort of exploited people for money. I don't know the full details. Mm. But I do know that he put out this book, The Book of Secrets, which has 140-something tantric techniques that help you in your life it's not just sex tantra it's about a lot of things it's about meditation it's about breathing it's about mind control controlling your own mind not other people's minds i guess you can also control other people's minds but some of the techniques in there were about how to fall asleep and one of the techniques was you go into bed you you completely relax yourself and you start to relive the day that you just lived from the very beginning when you wake up and you go through each step. You say, okay, I woke up. I got out of bed. I put my slippers on. I went into the bathroom. I brushed my teeth. I took a shower. And by the time you're taking a shower, you're sleeping. Wow, that quick, huh? Pretty much. I mean, try it. When you're going to sleep tonight, just go, what did I do this morning? And uh, you'll be sleeping. No, but I mean, well, I would try. But, you know, in my mind, like if I do that, I keep thinking and then going through. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's because. <laughs> like, then, that, then that son of a bitch told me to go fuck myself on the subway, and <laughs> you get more anxiety. <laughs> and then there's a you know about the counting the sheep. Yeah, you ever count sheep? But it's endless. Keep counting forever, so it doesn't work. <laughs> so, do you have any relaxing? How do you fall asleep? What do you do? I mean, usually I'm, I'm, I'm okay, you know, five, ten minutes, but I can't sleep. Yeah. I mean, and of course, you know, some nights, uh, you know. Harder than other. You know, sleepless nights. Do you clear but, your mind? What do you do? What, are you just no mind? No, clear, but the, the, try not to think anything and just try to sleep. That's what I do. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because if I start thinking, like you said, you know, going back through the, you know, day, whole day, then I keep going and the end of the day... I'm stuck. No stuck in an endless loop <laughs> yeah. of sheep and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for me, it's better if I not think anything. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, that's also a technique is to completely clear your... That's another tantric technique is to completely clear your mind and just let your body be completely still as if you were actually dead, which then com completely clears you and your physical presence to sometimes you can have an out-of-body experience or fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you ever have a, a problem falling asleep, try my technique. Try okay. floating near Jupiter and just looking at Jupiter and looking at the little storms. And You don't have to be that close to Jupiter. Okay. You know, you could be like uh, a couple of planets away and okay. just watching it. And the silence. It'll bring you to sleep. So so what we're doing here, which we, we've gone on a tangent for 20 minutes, this is a new endeavor that we're not going to put behind the, the Patreon paywall. This is a new endeavor called Yuki and John's Podcast Buffet. 
And every week or two weeks or whoever, whatever, we're not on a strict schedule. But we're going to start to put out some free content so that we can just let people know how we're doing. Because not everybody has uh, the extra money to pay us. Right. We are broke, though. So we broke, yeah. <laughs> if you do want to help us out, come to the Patreon but for three bucks a month for a cup of coffee, right? Starving artist. Starving artist. That we're, but we're generous guys. Right. So we're going to give this out as a, sort of a, a, a an appetizer, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> I said starving, but we don't look starving. No, we don't. <laughs> I certainly don't look starving. I look like... I look We're like fed, right? I'm very well fed. <laughs> I look like I work at McDonald's and I eat the McDonald's yeah. too every day. I, I shouldn't say starving artist anymore. Then we are um, striving artists, yeah. right? We're okay, striving okay, okay, to yeah, get yeah, yeah. to. Okay, that's, so that's why we sort of started the the buffet to begin with because you you come to my apartment to do these podcasts yes and they're fun it's not just because we're not doing this just for the money or just right, for whatever, no, the clout no. we do this because these are really fun conversations that we have and uh it's like i mean we just have cake right yeah so we're not starting we have coffee <laughs> coffee we just had the <laughs> slovakia food a, come yeah so star yeah starving's the wrong word we're um struggling struggling artists struggling artists but we we enjoy each other's company and we right. enjoy liz shack's company so we all get together and we make this right. fun content so this new thing is uh you know in general so some general subjects that we'll talk about i don't know we'll get into food obviously because right. we love food. food yes um we'll get into film we love we're film we're, we're movie yeah, nuts yeah, right yes what else are you nuts about yuki I like theater too. I like a book. You know? We could talk about theater books. Uh, what was? Oh, I want to talk about dreams. We already just talked about falling to sleep. Yes. But I revealed to you that I have a whole decades worth of dreams. I I write down my dreams uh, when I can remember them. Oh my god! And so one episode, I'll just read to you from my dream journal. And you can analyze and guess if whether or not I'm nuts. That's because I dream, but I don't remember dreams. You don't remember your dreams no, no. ever. Well, I mean, I, sometimes, but partially, not whole, whole, whole dreams. No. I try to remember as detailed as I can. Sometimes I describe the surroundings. I describe the ag uh, uh, <laughs> the agriculture. I was going to say, but the <laughs> architecture and the it's very strange. And I the more that you write down your dreams the easier that they return to you when you're awake. Can I ask something? Okay. Yeah. So you're dreaming, right? Yeah. And you wake up, then go back to sleep, and can, can you continue same dream? Can you I sleep? have before, absolutely. Wow. I've, I've continued. How so, do you do that? Well, though? so there. that's another thing in um, the tantric thing, but also beyond that, I read some things about lucid dreaming. And there are techniques that you could do in lucid dreaming to either recall or return to dreams, hmm. or realize that you're dreaming while you're dreaming and then say i'm dreaming and i can basically do whatever i want and most of the times people just want to fly so they take off and they fly in their dreams and they're awake but sleeping and they go i'm flying and it's it's wow. amazing i did it once really yes i'll i'll tell you quickly about this the the greatest lucid dream i ever had it was amazing and i i will never forget it i walked into this like huge theater yeah. And there were these big red curtains up on the stage. And all around was like this decorative theater. And all this ornamental, just, it was beautifully decorated and beautifully designed. Red seats. Um, 
And in the middle of the middle section, like the orchestra section, there was maybe a dozen people sitting there chatting. Right. And I wasn't afraid at all. I said, oh, this is a very welcoming scene. And I went over to those people and I started to talk to them. And in the middle of it, I said, wait a second, I'm dreaming right now, aren't I? And they said, yes. And I said, but I'm not waking up. And they said, no, you, you, you're now you know that you're dreaming, but you're awake as well in the dream. And I said, well, what can I do? And they said, you can do whatever you want. And so I said, can I fly? And they said, yes. So I took off and I started flying around oh the ceiling. God. And I was flying and then I woke up and I went, holy shit, that was real. That was a, I was dreaming and waking up and sleeping and all the, all happening at once. So I have a theory that those people that were in that theater were other lucid dreamers who have mastered lucid dreaming that could go and like visit each other and have a cup of coffee or watch a play wow. together in the dream world. Or I'm just a psychotic piece of shit who's losing his mind. I don't know which one is the real thing, but it really was real. God, no, I, I never had that, no. Oh, it's amazing. Dream, it's a, it's a partially. Sometimes the problem is you dreaming, right? You wake up. I wake up before the story ends. So it's very frustrating because I, I don't know the ending. Well, that's you could use techniques to then go, oh, that was so cool. I want to go back into the dream and you can. I I How had How do you do that though? It's almost like it's almost like a a very direct concentration while you're going back to sleep because you're not fully awake. You whenever you're waking up, you need a little while to fully come into consciousness. So if you stay in that like hypnagogic state in between dreaming and and awakeness and you say I'm returning to the place and you concentrate on the place, you will return to it. That's amazing. I've had, you know how many dreams I've had where I'm Indiana Jones and I go on a new adventure? <laughs> Hundreds. Really? Yeah, I, I have a great time. I go, I, I find You the, should write it down. The I did. It, I, I have them. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I wrote a couple of sequels. Uh, <laughs> one of them I was in Vietnam. One of them I was in ancient oh Egypt. Oh, man, I went all Even over the place. Even the Lucas had only five. <laughs> I had a hundred. Yeah, see? And the cool thing is, sometimes I am Indiana Jones. Sometimes I'm watching Indiana Jones do his thing, and then sometimes it just gets so bizarre that Indiana Jones start it starts it and then evolves or devolves into something wholly other that has nothing to do with Indiana Jones. Wow. Yeah, and that's just one thing. I mean, I've met so many celebrities in my dreams. Uh, I've had instances where uh, if I have a problem with somebody uh, that I haven't spoken to in a while, it resolves itself in a dream. Really crazy stuff. And that's why I say like dreams, which we'll get, we'll do a full episode on dreams. Mm -hmm. Dreams are so important in my opinion, because you you spend about a third of your life sleeping, right? Right. So in that third of your life, a lot of it is spent dreaming. And I don't know, sometimes they say that dreams only last like a, a snap. But right. They, but or they're so you vivid. Dream just before you waking up or. Right. You dream when you are tired or anything, right? But was, but but they're so. It okay, it's like really weird because uh, okay, it, it's not like really weird. it is really weird, but it's like you're being sent messages from another place that's not a part of you because you know you'll go to sleep and have this thing going on in your life, but then all of a sudden you're Indiana Jones. What does that mean? Where is that coming from? Is it the collective unconscious? Oh. Is it a signal from elsewhere? Is it from within us that? We're using these symbols that are buried deep within our human psyche to like sort of help us work things out in our waking lives. Or 
Is that our real life? And is real life the dream? Waking, right now we're dreaming, but when we go to sleep, that's our real life. It's like a matrix. <laughs> it is like the matrix, yes. It's like the matrix. So that's why I started to develop this technique of waking up and writing the dreams down and try to try to realize when I'm dreaming or whatever. But we'll get deeper into that in the dream episode because I'm going to okay. read some dreams to you and you're going to go, you are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> What's wow. another subject we could talk about? Oh, Japan. Yes. You just went to Japan yes. for three months. Three months, yes. And you do that often. Yes, I, 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 every every year, then, you know, stay there. Once I get there, maybe a couple of months. And, and so what are the, some of the highlights? What do you remember from your Jap Japanese? We'll do a whole episode on Japan, but right. what did you do this time, uh, just the this, highlights? I ate a lot this time. And then, we'll and do then, that on the food episode. <laughs> it, I, we didn't plan, but, you know, three sets of friends came from U.S. So, you know, I met them, we went out. and Cool. Yeah, two sets uh, of friends came in December, and then the other one came in January. That was the one, one of them, Peter. What was the best thing you ate? Oh, oh, Peter. Uh, we'll mention Peter. Uh, he he used to run the um, fanzine for right. the last drive-in, and uh, he came and met you in Japan. Right. You know, his wife is Japanese, so he's staying there for three months. Peter so Swords? Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing like me. I mean, except I don't have a Japanese wife, but, uh, you know, I set up a Japanese passport. So you I never know. Maybe him. they swing, Yuki. Swing. You could have gotten involved with that. Yeah. Uh, so where? You stay in uh, Tokyo and then sort of circumnavigate? Right, right, yeah. What was the best thing you had this time as far as food? Oh, I had the uh, monkfish. Monkfish. And then I had the puffer fish. Puffer fish. Yes. What is is that the one that you have to cut correctly or you die? Right, yes. The, 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 you need the licensed chef, otherwise you die. So do you eat the puffer fish because you like to gamble with your life or is it really that because delicious? Because it tastes good. Okay. Like a, a, can you wait one second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, pause, pause. I'll keep him occupied, Yuki. Yuki's getting up. I'll do the color commentary. He's going to the table. Oh, he grabbed his phone. Oh, he's swiping through his phone right now. I believe he's looking for something quite important. Let's yes. see what he's got on his phone. What are you looking for? The picture uh, of the puffer? Uh, yes. Oh. Is that how you say it in Japanese? Puffer fish still? Or is it Fugu. another? Fugu. Fugu, yes. Fugu guy pan. Mugu guy pan. Fugu. Fugu. Fukushima? No. Oh. <laughs> Fukushima was that uh, <laughs> nuclear plant that had the meltdown, right? Yes, okay. Oh, oh, here. Here's the puffer fish. The fugu. Oh, my. Oh, my God. It's moving. Yeah. Why is it moving? Because it's just a cook. I mean, minute ago, this was... It was alive? Yeah. So it's dying as you eat it. Yeah. And it's... it's it, oh, my God, Yuki. It's moving. It's actually yeah. moving. It's like a... <laughs> it, so is it moving because they put salt on it or something or no that's how you just need the nerves license nerve system it's still moving because wow. it's so fresh and then minute ago it was swimming so wow that's why you need the license to chef r.i.p not everybody Rest can do it puffer. wow yuki so and it was delicious I love sushi, you know. Yeah, I see? really am a... Oh, what's that? Oh. <laughs> I saw him swimming. Minute later, I was eating him. That you know? son of a bitch didn't know what was coming for him. 
<laughs> Yuki. Yuki's eyes are bigger than his stomach. Or... Now, you know, would you say that your eyes are bigger than your stomach or your stomach are bigger than your eyes? <laughs> well, when I'm eating, maybe my eyes are bigger than the stomach. <laughs> um, all right. Well, this was an amazing overview of what we're going to do here on Yuki and John's podcast buffet, uh, which is basically a buffet of subjects. We're going to just we're going to just shoot the shit and go on tangents and, uh, you know, you get a little bit of dreams, you get a little bit of tantra, you get a little bit of pufferfish, fish, right. you get a fugu, fugu, as they call it. Um, anything that you want to uh, say to the audience right now while we have them captivated? Nothing? You don't want to say anything to these people? <laughs> well, you talk about it, because, uh, you know, I have a lot, you know, just one at a time. Like, uh, I went to McDonald's. Oh, I had the burger they don't have in U.S. What's the burger they don't have in U.S. in Japan? It's called uh, teriyaki egg something burger. I had it. So they put an egg on top? Yeah. And put teriyaki sauce? Yeah. That sounds freaking good. You know what, what else they have in Japan, McDonald's? What? They basically have these powders, like nacho cheese powders oh. and stuff like that. So you buy your nuggets, you put it in the bag, you put the stuff in it, and then you shake it. Okay, so Liz Shack is saying, in case that wasn't caught on microphone, mm. that they have nacho cheese powdered. You put your stuff in the bag and you shake it, and it becomes a nacho cheese. So you can put your chicken or whatever, your fries. Yep. That sounds amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, why isn't McDonald's caught up to the rest of the world uh, as far as uh, in America? I, I think uh, I used to work McDonald's. So That's right. I, I think every country, like Germany, they have a beer. And then Hawaii, they have a, you know, noodle, Siamese. They treat us and like children. Right. Oh, they, yeah. So, they have so every place has a... You know, local food. Amazing. There's uh, spaghetti somewhere, I think, in Thailand or the Philippines yeah, or something. Yeah, they, they do. And at the Hong Kong McDonald's, uh, a specific one, you can get married there. Oh, you can get married in a specific Hong Kong McDonald's. So, and oh, you know what? I grew up not too far from the McMansion, so that's pretty cool. It's a mansion that they converted into a McDonald's Ew. in New Hyde Park. Yeah. So, all right, McDonald's is kind of cool. What, is, well, would you say that that's your favorite fast food, Yuki? Yes, I think so. Some, well, and then Yoshinoya too. Yoshinoya beef bowl beef is very bowl, good. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't <laughs> want to eat every day, but you know, sometimes I miss it. So. I love Yoshinoya beef bowl. And then, of course, In-N-Out Burger, which those sons right, of bitches won't yes, cross yes. the Mississippi for some reason. I don't understand why. I guess yeah. Mormons don't like us on the East Coast. Probably but... still. <laughs> the, that's the, We have to go there. Yeah, right? we have to go there. They make it more special. Yeah. Uh, also, Whataburger. Anyway, so this has been an amazing episode of Yuki and John's Podcast Buffet. So anybody out there who's listening, thank you so much for listening. You can find you. Yuki online. Uh, right now, he has Twitter and Instagram, Tokyo Cowboy Yuki. And, Do I have an Instagram? Well, full disclosure, you, I didn't know I'm posting for you. But oh. I, I sometimes when I ask you questions, I say, you know, for instance, it's all your words. So I say, what do you think about Felissa Rose? And you say... Felissa Rose is very nice. So I say, oh, great. I have a picture of Yuki and Felissa Rose. And I put that picture up and I say, Felissa Rose is very nice because you said it. And so yeah, it's all your it. words. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that why Peter knew I was in Tokyo? <laughs> yes. I said, how did you know I'm in Tokyo? Like, uh, who told you? So uh, the, I'm the, not sharing any personal, personal information on you, like as far as where you are or whatever. 
But I put up one of those pictures of the sunset oh. that you put up, and I think he deduced that you were in Japan. Really? Thank you. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm not trying to get you stalked by any. No, no, no. It's fun, but you, I just didn't know. Yeah. But now I know. Well, okay. you you knew about Twitter, but I started to sneak in a couple of Instagram. Posts. I see. Oh, Instagram, <laughs> yeah. But it's all your words, except for some of the promotions. I okay. say, hey, everybody, check out this uh, episode of Yuki and John's Patreon or podcast buffet. That I'll write that mostly. Okay, I but see. a lot of it's all you. I mean, the vast majority of it is what you say, just directly linked okay. on a picture. I'm sorry if I offended you. No, 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 I'm not. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to spread the word and yes, the gospel. No, 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 it's good. I just didn't know, but it's good if you're doing that. Yes. I think I told you, but you forgot. I forgot. I guess <laughs> too much puffer fish on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing, uh, oh. I had the uh, crab shabu shabu, not the beef. Oh. That was good too. I love shabu shabu. That's when you have the bowl in the right, middle and you cook your own food in the right. in the broth. Yes. Oh, I love that shit. I I had I had the crab, not the not the beef. Not beef. That was good too. Fresh crab, right? Yeah. Oh god. Let's crab walk to. Uh, we're gonna crab walk over to our uh, King Slovaki food right now. <laughs> okay. Have lunch and then do another one of these. Yes. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. We'll thank see you, you next week. Check us out on Yuki and John's Patreon Buffet. Check me out on uh, Bad Techno. And also check me and Yuki out at Tokyo Cowboy Yuki on Instagram and Twitter. We appreciate your support and your patronage. Thank you, you, Yuki. Leave him with one final thought. See you next time. See you next time. Yuki and John's Patreon Buffet.